Hello, all, and welcome to season two of this little show called Queer Queries. That's queries double E, not queries single E, because queries single E is straight, not gay. <laughs> God, I miss saying that. I, I really actually maybe don't think I've said that since the initial episode. But once again, I have to thank the great gay icon, Liza Minnelli, for um, that tune. <laughs> Now, I, you know, I can't believe that it has been a year since I launched the show, and here I am at the beginning of another season full of more incredible conversations with queer people who I'm just so inspired by. Now, I just want to start by saying thank you to everyone who has tuned in and supported this show. I mean, the conversations I've gotten to have on the show have inspired and taught me so much, and it's been so wonderful getting to hear that it's done the same for everyone who's tuned in as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for tuning in to this. It absolutely means the world to me. And now, I I knew when season one was coming to an end that I wanted to continue the show. I mean, we only scratched literally the surface of the expansiveness of the LGBTQIA plus community. And when I was thinking of season two, I was, of course, thinking like, okay, well, what's going to be the theme? What is it about? And initially, I, I didn't know. The first season was very much about discussing an array of topics and having each individual guest share their story and their relationship with said topic. And this season, I, I wanted to continue with that format because there was a plethora of topics that, like I said, I didn't get to touch on in season one. But I also really wanted to take into account all that has happened since the show ended. The amount of change, accountability, visibility, discussions that have been happening this past year in order to move the narrative forward for LGBTQIA plus people. Things like increased discussions about queer actors playing queer roles, the importance of pronouns in their integration into non-queer specific spaces, highlighting the intersections of our queer identities with our other identities like race, ability, class, career. There was a stat that came out saying that one in six Gen Z adults are LGBTQIA+. The increase of people coming out or having second coming outs because there is now language to describe all the differing identities as well as so much more acceptance and visibility. So many different exciting, positive, and important things to look at that don't always get the attention they should. You know, sometimes it seems that our trauma is making more headlines than our joy. And yes, a lot of times as it rightfully should. Because we've seen more than 75 bills in 2020 and 2021 that specifically target transgender youth, many of which concern health care and access to school sports, according to a tally from the ACLU. The most recent ruling by the Supreme Court allowing a Philadelphia religious adoption agency to block LGBTQIA plus foster parents because allowing same-sex parents to adopt violates their religious freedom. And black and brown trans women are still being killed at an alarming rate. A stat from the Human Rights Campaign says that at least 29 transgender or gender non-conforming people have been fatally shot or killed by other violent means this year. And those are just the ones that have been reported. The attack on black and brown trans bodies is a national epidemic that needs to be eradicated, and our entire community needs to get involved. The more privileged among us need to step up to the plate and put ourselves on the front lines for those who are targeted more. They shouldn't have to be the ones always defending themselves. 
The policing of trans youth bodies is also despicable, and it requires all hands on deck to combat all of the legislation being passed nationwide. If last year wasn't enough to remind us of the real reasons we have pride, this year sure as hell has been, and it's not even over yet. Pride isn't about partying with your friends until 3am at the club, or on boats paid by corporations who only do it for show, and donate nothing in return to queer organizations. Pride is about rebellion, about speaking out, about making space for all of us to live out loud as our true, authentic selves. It is about honoring our ancestors who fought so that those of us today can flourish in the privileges that they couldn't have. It is about looking around and seeing who does not have the privileges that you may have and fighting for them until they have the exact same rights as you. This pride also needs to be about spreading joy. Like I said, it is important for us to acknowledge that not everything is all sunshine and rainbows for this community. However, it is important that our joy gets as much visibility as our trauma. This is needed so that younger generations of queer people can see that yes, it may be hard at times, but look at all of these people like you succeeding. That our joy, successes, love is made just as visible to show what is possible and to show the world how beautiful and strong we as a community are. Queer kids need to see stories about happy queer adults. <laughs> I saw that graphic circulating on Instagram like a month or so ago and it could not be more true. And so, in the vein of that, at the end of each episode, I am asking each guest what is bringing them joy and hope. Because creating this show has brought me so much joy and was truly one of the lights in my life after such a tough year for us all. I was riding in the car the other day, wearing, I think, something Pride-related. Um, I was looking around, seeing so much more visibility than I've ever seen before. Rainbows everywhere. People fucking with gender expression out and about. And out of the blue, I started to cry. <laughs> um, but it was a happy-filled cry. Filled with pride for myself and for the beauty that I was seeing around me. When I tell you how much this community means to me, I mean it from the bottom of my soul. They are my muse, my love, my joy, my just full-on entire soul. People I haven't even met. I just love them. And I think it's because I grew up watching Disney and fantastical movies and wanted to live a life filled with magic and epic stories of heroes conquering villains. And I've come to realize that that is the story of the LGBTQIA community. We are heroes in all shapes, colors, sizes, abilities, forms of expression, etc. We breathe magic into the world every day, 365 days a year. We are so special, each and every one of us. So protect us, fight for us, love us. That goes for those outside the community and within the community. Now, before I start sobbing or anything, I just want to give you a rundown of some of the exciting things we will be talking about this season. Now, we're going to cover an array of topics such as 
being out in politics, and the importance of engaging in our government so that we can achieve equity for all of our community. Also, the beauty and expansiveness of queer vernacular, from our countless gender, romantic, and sexual identities, to slang that originated in ballrooms and black and brown queer spaces, but has now been appropriated by mainstream. We'll be talking about the importance of having queer role models, teaching kids about queerness, being a queer parent, code-shifting, how has queerness evolved over generations, and even queerness in video games like Animal Crossing. Yes, you heard that right. (laughs) And I didn't realize how much queer I just said until just now. But you know what? It's queer queries, queries doubly, not queries singly. So there you go. And also, some exciting news. We now have a website where you can stay up to date with so much more queer content in addition to the episodes. And if you have an idea for a guest or topic or just want to reach out, I encourage you to submit it on the website. I would absolutely love to hear from you. Now, I think that's it for me, (laughs) but I really cannot wait to share the second season with you all. I really love doing this, and... I hope you learned something. Or, you know, if anything, you leave feeling a little more joyful because you deserve it. All right. Queer Queries listeners, thanks for listening to this episode of the show. And now, welcome to season two of Queer Queries. Hey, all. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Queer Queries. This show is produced by yours truly, co-produced and edited by Addison McKissack. Theme song written by Matt Gregory, Colin Egan, and Mike Hubbard. Produced by Colin Egan and Mike Hubbard. Have an inquiry, topic suggestion, guest idea? Email askqueerqueries at gmail.com and I'll be sure to get back to you. Also, follow us on Instagram at at queer.queries. And be sure to like and subscribe and go tell the whole world about the Queer Queries podcast.